Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. And next month is Rare Disorders Month. More than 300,000 New Zealanders live with one of 6,000 rare disorders. It's likely, in fact, that you know at least one person who lives with one. And our next guest is indeed one of those 300,000. Deb Beasley lives with Complex Regional Pain Syndrome, or CRPS, which is a painful condition of the arm, hand, leg or foot that occurs after an injury, like a fracture, for example. And she's also the support group lead of Kiwi CRPS, which provides support and friendship and awareness and education for those in New Zealand who are living with or who have loved ones with complex regional pain syndrome. She joins us now. Kia ora to you, Deb. Hi, how are you? I'm great, thanks. And and thank you very much for joining us this evening on Nights. Um, Deb, before we get into your story and, and find out a bit more about complex regional pain syndrome, we'd better start maybe by acknowledging International Rare Disorder Day, which is on Thursday. Is that right? That's right. Yes, yes. It is. Um, so that kind of kicks off um, what then leads into um, a month of um, rare disorder awareness. And I suppose it's it's very important to have rare disorder awareness because rare disorders, I mean, it says it on the tin, they are rare. And therefore, I imagine it must be challenging that, that – do they sort of slip through the cracks a little bit when it comes to um, public awareness and knowledge of these these diseases? Most definitely. Um, makes it really hard to get diagnosis, makes it really hard to get treatment, um, makes it hard to get support as well. And um, that goes right the way through from um, doctors, specialists, all the way through to even family and friends. Um, people just don't understand it and um, don't have the experience and expertise in it. Deb, tell us a bit about what complex regional pain syndrome is and how it affects people? So the wordy explanation, (laughs) um, it's a rare neurological chronic pain condition and it causes severe and constant neuropathic-like pain. Now, this is why it's really hard for people who have got complex regional pain to explain to people what it is because you say that and people just zone out. Mm. Um, Basically, um, when we're sort of getting diagnosed and we go through a whole heap of specialists, we'll always come across ones that say to us, it's all in your head. They're right. It's in our head. It comes from our brain. Mm. That's the neurological part of it. We tend to have an injury or an event or, or something that happens that triggers it, and the pain signals... Um, are processed abnormally in our brain and they don't get switched off once the injury or event is healed. So those pain signals stay on permanently. Mm. So that's why our pain is constant. Um, 
And then after that, our whole nervous system malfunctions. So we end up with a whole lot of variety of symptoms going throughout our whole body. Um, it affects our nerves, our skin, our muscles, our blood vessels um, and bones all simultaneously. Um, and the symptoms can develop gradually or rapidly. And the severity is different from person to person. No two people have the same set of symptoms when it comes to CRPS. So that makes it really tricky for doctors to diagnose and for patients to um, get a handle on it as well. Yeah. Deb, tell us a bit about your story. When What, what happened and, and when did you first realise that what you were experiencing during, I guess, the, the quote-unquote healing process was was different to a regular injury healing? So um, my injury happened in 2013. Um, I used to do rock and roll dancing competitively and I was actually at a social dance and I ruptured my calf muscle. And it was quite early that I realised there was something wrong because my foot was constantly changing colour um, and it was going ice cold. Um, it was behaving in a really strange way, not just like it was a um, muscle rupture. Um, I worked in the medical profession, so I kind of knew what I should have been looking for. Um, I very quickly developed a DVT, so that was a complication in it as well. And what's a DVT? Sorry, still, Deb? Sorry, sorry, a blood clot. Right. So I, I had the complication of a blood clot in my leg as well. But it still didn't make sense as to why my leg was behaving the way that it was behaving. Um, as the weeks went on, there was still more and more pain as opposed to less and less. The leg, my whole leg and my foot was like a block of ice. The colour changes were incredible. At times, my foot looked like it was almost black. Um, just, you just knew it wasn't right. Mm. And I kept getting told, no, no, it's fine, it's fine. But you knew it wasn't okay. And this went on for quite some time. And the physios weren't allowed to touch my leg because of the fact of the blood clot. Mm. So there was no treatment. There was no nothing. And this went on for a long time until I actually threw a bit of a wobbly and demanded to go to a specialist. But that was the series of being sent to the wrong specialist after the wrong specialist after the wrong specialist. Mm. And I was four and a half years in before I actually got diagnosed. Wow. And by that stage, I'd missed all of the windows of opportunity. You only have a few months within the first year to have some of the medical treatments that can make a difference. You only have a few months within the first year to try and get into remission. Those have been taken away from me. Mm. Um, and that's really hard to deal with when you're not even given that chance. It so... Um, you're starting off really from a bad place when, when you sort of are in that spot. I, and by the stage I got diagnosed, I've lost my mobility. It sounds like, um, it, it sounds like, you, you know, I imagine getting a diagnosis like that would have been 
a real mixed bag because you know yeah. you do sort of have that at last I know what's happened at last I I have sort of an explanation but there's also the oh my goodness where, where do I go with this from here this is something that is not common um, it's taken me well how long did you say four and a half years to actually get a diagnosis four and a half years yeah so so yeah. Where, where, do, where did you go from there um I actually met somebody local who also had the same condition and that was a relief um being able to talk to somebody else that had it changed everything uh I was able to sort of say to her this is happening this is happening and this is happening and she goes yeah that's Crips or CRPS we we abbreviate it down to Crips and I I suddenly realized that this this is Crips normal and that's a pretty good feeling Instead of feeling scared and feeling like all of these things are really random and weird, they come down to this is actually what normally happens. And so it takes a lot of the fear away when you get to talk to somebody else who's actually got the condition too. You, um, I understand you had a pretty active competitive life before your diagnosis. How, how did it affect your life and the things that you, you like to do? It turns it on its head completely. Um, You go through a really big grieving phase um, because you know that you're not going to be that person anymore and everything that you had planned for your future is now gone. Um, And you go through that grieving phase multiple times. Every time something new happens, you, Mm. you might go through that grieving phase again. But what you've kind of got to do is you've got to find a new future for yourself and new things to look forward to and do. Um, You've got to find a new quality of life that you can do with this condition Um, and, and look for the happy and the joy in the little things because you've, you've got to be more than just pain. How good is our sort of broader understanding of of Crips and how it can be treated? Like, what are the treatment plans? Uh, there is no set treatment plan, basically, in New Zealand. Um, all the different specialists and all the different teams have their own ideas. So it depends as to who you're under as to what you do. Um, so that gets a little bit tricky. Mm -hmm. Um, so no two people are ever treated the same. Also, no two people have the same symptoms. So it kind of goes a little bit along with that too. But, um, different specialists have different experience. So again, uh, no two people are ever treated the same. Um, There's no specific medication for CRPS. Um, We get epilepsy medication thrown at us. We get um, nerve pain medication. We get depression medication because that works on the central nervous system. So that can sometimes work as a pain relief medication. Mm. Um, It's all trial and error to see what might work for you based on what your specialist might know. 
And I guess a, a, tricky, a, a tricky thing must be that you, you mentioned at the outset that it's a, it, it's a sort of neurological manifestation, but that your specific case maybe had some physical symptoms and signs as well. Is that always the case or, or does the pain sometimes happen without there necessarily being a physical thing to sort of look at and say that's what's causing this? There's two main types. So type one will always follow an injury or an illness. There will always be a trigger like a fracture, a crush, a surgery. It could also be a stroke or a heart attack or anything like that. So there'll always be an injury or an event. So that's your type one. And then type two will always happen after damage to the peripheral nerve. Lately, there's been talk of a couple of other different types, but traditionally there's always been type one or type two. So there's always a a reason. Occasionally, there is a person that might crop up where there's no reason that they can find, but they're very rare. Um, But everybody will tend to have a a group of symptoms that meet um, the Budapest criteria, which is what you've got to meet to be diagnosed with Crips. Kiwi CIPS, this is a a group that um, that, that, that has helped you a lot. T- tell me a bit about that group and, and what it's sort of meant for you over the past few years. So um, it's been really great because you're talking with people who have got the condition and nobody gets it like someone who's got it. Um, we have monthly virtual coffee groups so we can get together and just either talk about the condition or talk about anything (laughs) and it's it's just a real relief again it's just feeling like a normal person um with other people um and then there's also some coffee groups where people meet in person around the country as well and so that's always really good if there's one in your area. Um, there's also, it's really good because with our online groups, um, if anybody's got a question, they can throw that on there and they get lots of support and right. lots of ideas coming out from that. Plus, we also put up as much information and education is what we're able to sort of get onto the pages and that sort of thing too and onto the website uh and so it's just about sharing education and knowledge and helping people practice good pain management strategies that Mm -hmm. can get you through because that's one of your key things to deal with your pain is your pain management um we also help people navigate through the health system and also some of the agencies in which you have to deal with Um, and then we also put information on there about the various health professionals that we deal with Mm. um, who are involved in pain programs and research trials. You mentioned earlier on in the interview the you know the process of grieving sort of yeah grieving I suppose for the life that you had before and, and 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 the things that you can't do now. I'm curious as to um I guess not to put it too cavalierly, but you know whether you have it come to, come to terms with with things and and how if if so how you kind of managed to to do that. I suppose doing this, spreading the word, is w- would have helped yeah. you emotionally quite a bit. 
I spent quite a bit of time with my painting. Um, they really turned things around for me. Um, a lot of time with pain psychologists. Um, that is a real game changer in helping you deal with the condition. And just being able to find the happy mm. as well. Um, knowing that there is quality of life that can be had, that your world doesn't need to be just pain. I gained my mobility back. Mm. Um, when I first saw my specialist, I was in a wheelchair. Now I can mobilise around just with a stick. I now go for regular beach walks. Um, you know, I get out and about in my garden, go out for coffee with friends. I'm, I'm not now just stuck at home within my four walls and life being tough. I now can actually function as a human being a lot better just by using all of the pain management strategies that I learned through the pain team. Mm. So getting a life back of mm. sorts um, is a huge step forward and is what you've really got to do. And Debs, just finally this evening, um, for people out there who want to learn more about this or, or feel like it might apply to them, um, how can they find out more information? So we have got a website. Um, so if you just go to uh, kiwicrips.co.nz, mm -hmm. um, you'll go to our, our website. We've also got several Facebook pages, but we've got one open to the public. So again, if you just go to um, Kiwi Crips, you'll you'll find our our website there. So um, that will lead you through to if if you have Crips yourself, you'll be able to join us from that open page. Mm -hmm. um, also we've got an Instagram page. Um, but there's also, you know, rare disorders can also put people with us as well. And also, you know, go to rare disorders website and pages and have a look at what they've got coming up for the next month because there are things that are open to public to go to. Um, you know, they've got a whole lot of events lined up for March. Um, they've got a whole lot of things um, lit up around the country as well on the 29th of February mm -hmm. um, for their glow up for Rhea. Um, oh, great. No, no, plus that's all excellent. sorts of other things. Yeah, we'll, we'll be sure yeah. to um, to chuck some links up on our website as well. Um, Deb Beasley, yeah. thanks, yeah. thanks. Thanks so much for coming on the program this evening and, and sharing your story. We really appreciate your time. No, thank you very much. That is Deb Beasley, the support group lead of Kiwi CRPS, and that website again, www.kiwicrps.co.nz. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. 
That's BotoxCosmetic.com. 